It is Thursday, March 24th, and your defending national champions, Georgia Bulldogs, are getting geared up for spring practice. So it's Alex Smith here today with the Coming Down the Tracks podcast, going to do a little rundown for the spring and what is in store for the Bulldogs. Starting off, we'll look at some injuries and how that's affecting reps taken in the spring. We'll do a little transfer portal talk. We'll discuss the quarterbacks and what I think the depth chart will look like going into summer. We'll talk about some early enrollees, standouts, new numbers, and we'll talk a little bit about Adam Anderson's pro day last week at the UGA facilities. So to start off, Darnell Washington is out for the spring with a lower leg injury. From what I gather, it is an ankle or a foot. I don't think it has anything to do with the knee, and I think that he will be back by summer ball. Brock Bowers is obviously still out for the spring after that labrum surgery following the 2022 postseason. And then another couple key starters or will-be starters are the Smith boys, my fellow Smith boys, Chris Smith, Arian Smith, and Tyke Smith all working back from lower leg injuries last year, or excuse me, lower body injuries from last year, and are looking better, probably all three of them ready to go by G-Day, I imagine. I also heard that Dominique Blaylock is back in non-contact capacity at practice running drills, so that will be very exciting to see Dominique Blaylock wearing the red and black once again. We did have one guy hit the portal, and I know, I know, don't jump to the panic button yet, but still, Owen Condon is gone to the portal offensive tackle, and I'm not too concerned about this. While I do think that he was a very promising player and would have gotten a lot of quality reps on the second team of offensive line, I really like early enrollee Ernest Green out of Bellflower, California, five-star guy, blue-chip prospect, has already taken some reps with the second team, so I think he's going to fill into that role very nicely. Going on to the quarterbacks, so Stetson Bennett is definitely the favorite to be the starter going into the 2022 season. He played exceptional in the playoffs. He outplayed Bryce Young statistically, in the semifinal games and the national championship game. If you're doubting Stetson still, I get it. He's not the most physically gifted, but he's just one of those quarterbacks that has that indescribable factor, that ability to make plays when you need them the most, that clutch factor, whatever you want to call it. Stetson Bennett has it, and you can't deny that. He beat Alabama. Stetson Bennett did something that Matthew Stafford didn't do, that David Green didn't do, DJ Shockley, Jake Fromm, Aaron Murray, name all of the the great Georgia quarterbacks of the past three decades didn't do, and that was beat Alabama and win a national championship. So I'm done doubting Stetson Bennett. Now don't take this analogy and run with it, but you see the jumps that quarterbacks can make from year to year. Look at what Joe Burrow did from 2019 to 2020, or excuse me, 2018 to 2019. Huge jump. He had a above average year in 2018. I believe LSU went nine and three, beat UCF in their bowl game. Burrow threw for maybe 30 or so touchdowns. And then the next year he has the single greatest season in college football history from a quarterback. 
I'm not going to say that Stetson Bennett is going to make that jump and go and win a Heisman, but guys, he's going to get better. And he showed significant improvement from the 2020 season, even to this year. So I'm still full on board for Stetson Bennett, number one. But this is where my uh, partner and I land and agree, or disagree rather, is I think Brock Vandegrift is going to move into that number two spot. And here's why. Brock Vandegrift is more mobile than Carson Beck. He's a year younger. I think they're probably similar similar on arm strength and arm talent. Brock Vandegrift gets the ball out of his hand very quickly, and I do think that he will vault himself into that number two spot. But before we go too deep into it, the quarterback situation is very fluid, I believe, right now. I don't believe that anything is set in stone. And I think that G-Day on April 16th will be very telling in what that quarterback room will look like going into next year. But as it stands, I think it's Stetson Bennett at one, Carson Beck at two, Brock Vandegrift at three, and Gunnar Stockton at four. But I, as I said, believe that Brock Vandegrift can jump Carson Beck in the next couple months. All right, enough quarterback talk. Let's jump into some early enrollees and their new numbers. Bear Alexander is taking up the mantle after Jordan Davis will be wearing 99. Oscar Delp wearing number four. Four-star incoming quarterback Gunnar Stockton is wearing number 14, although I've seen reports that Eric Gilbert will be wearing number 14, so hopefully we'll have some clarification on that soon. Michael Williams, standout defensive end. I think it's going to be a major contributor for Georgia in his uh, freshman year, almost a rookie year. He will be a rookie not too long. He will be a a first-round draft pick down the road. Michael Williams, five-star edge rusher out of Columbus, Georgia, went to Hardaway High School wearing number 13. He's your next Trayvon Walker, I think very similar body size play size is going to be coming off the edge going to get a lot of sacks so dog fans look forward to that now Jalen Walker four-star linebacker out of North Carolina wearing number 11 I imagine that Jalen Walker will be playing on the inside will be one of the next great of the inside linebackers that excuse me that Georgia has produced in the past couple of years Malachi Starks wearing number 24, five-star athlete out of high school, played every position on the field that an athlete could play for his high school. So I think that Georgia is going to use him in a secondary capacity on defense, but do not be surprised if this guy is returning kicks, returning punts, possibly even taking offensive snaps. Next up, we have Denylon Morissette, wearing number 23, And as a receiver, that is a bit of an odd number choice. But at the same time, Georgia's had Malcolm Mitchell wear number 26. It's had Chris Conley wear number 31. So nothing too far-fetched. Dalen Everett is wearing number 6. Ja'Cory Thomas is wearing number 20. Sean Washington is wearing number 95. And C.J. Washington is wearing number 27. Those are all the number updates I have out of the early enrollees which that's almost all the early enrollees. A couple more still not been released. And then, of course, we will have new number updates once the rest of the 22 class gets on campus in most likely late April, early May. So the final thing I wanted to discuss a little bit today was the UGA's Pro Day. 
uh, last week, last weekend, had a ton of NFL officials, scouts, coaches, GMs come to Athens and watch our guys work out. Now, everybody, there was no particular standouts in terms of guys who had much better pro day at Georgia than they did at the Combine. Kobe Dean, again, did not participate. He doesn't need to. He's going in the first round, no questions asked. But in terms of Adam Anderson, who, least we forget, Bulldog fans, was leading the team with five sacks through uh, the beginning of the season last year, was looked at as a just shoe-in for a first-round pick until, obviously, his legal troubles came up. Now, Adam Anderson's lawyer has filed for dismissal of the case against him, and he was granted permission by the court to participate at UGA's Pro Day. So Adam Anderson measured in a 6'4", 237. He ran a 4'5", 40", a 39-inch vertical, and an 133-inch broad jump. Now, that broad jump and 4'5", would have been among the leaders for the linebackers at the NFL Combine. So, I mean... Nobody's forgotten what Adam Anderson can do on the field. He's an absolute freak athlete, and he showed it again on that little display that he had in front of all those NFL officials. So I don't know. I think, again, this is a, a fluid situation with Adam Anderson going forward. I hope that everything gets cleared up and that he is able to get drafted because if he does, I think that it'll be most likely in the first round to second round. So now if Adam Anderson, let's just play a hypothetical here. Adam Anderson gets everything cleared up. He's good to go. He's draft eligible. We're now looking at probably four to five Bulldogs drafted in the first round. And that, folks, is something that does not happen very often. I think LSU might have the first round record for four players drafted. LSU and Alabama, I think, have each had four players drafted in the first round. So, Dogs could be coming for that record. That's all I have now in terms of spring updates, but times is a little bit slow this year, so hopefully we'll get some more updates from practice and with these new guys getting on campus. Until next time, go dogs.